1: Welcome to Monday the Dallas Cowboys take a 23 to 9 loss on Sunday night football to the Philadelphia Eagles With a chance to go into first place the Cowboys lose their third straight football game I'm doing Scruggs longtime Cowboys reporter joined by former Dallas Cowboys safeties Barry Church and Danny McCray All right McCray you uh you you're right I mean you know your pick was was pretty much the closest of the picks that we had on Friday you had predicted a 30 to 14 Philly win I went thirty-two to ten, Philly, and uh, Church went twenty-four to seventeen, Cowboys. So, McCray, you you were the closest to the mark on that.
2: Uh, listen, a- absolutely. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna try to steal the Nostradamus name, but uh, I think I'm doing a little better than than than, than that guy. Uh, you it, you it guessed one game. <laughs> you <laughs> guess <laughs> one game. You guessed one game. Listen, no, if you really think about it. My pick and your pick got him to flip his pick over because it sounded like he was going with the Eagles. I mean, with the uh, Cowboys beating the Eagles before we got to yes. Friday's pick. So I'm just saying, you know, uh, you know, w- w- one game, one game, one game is cool. And that one game that I picked, you still lost the spread in that one. So, I mean, it's just it's just not good for you, bro. <laughs> oh, what,
3: what was your score this game? What game? What did you predict?
2: I picked 30 to 10. 30 to 10. Uh, right. no, what, what was the final score? 30, no, DMACC, you know
1: you went you went thirty to uh, 30 to fourteen is what you 14,
2: 30 to 14. Oh yeah, I 14. said I said that we, we, we would score on special teams or we would score a defensive touchdowns, some some type of spark play. Which we got we got very, very close. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. And wh- what was my score again? You went twenty four to what?
1: 17 Philly. I mean uh, Dallas, Dallas winning. Dallas, you, Dallas.
3: How is how is D pick closer than mine?
1: You picked the Cowboys to win. No, I didn't.
2: No, 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 no. He 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 changed he changes the Philly at the end. He changes the Philly wait, at wait, the wait, end. Wait, 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 wait. Let me
1: let me, but, check, but, wait, wait. let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Grab but that handy dandy
3: notebook. Yes. Grab all 24. that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be throwing 17. my name, no Sajamas around
2: like it's well, he, just he, out of yeah, Come on, he now. Said, <laughs> he, he said the Cowboys <laughs> would he said the Cowboys would cover. <laughs> what the heck is wrong with you, do we? <laughs> yeah, he said the Cowboys would cover.
1: They did not. The Cowboys did not they cover. They did not. They did <laughs> not cover. So, so basically, Church, you went, one, you went one-on-one went one on this bet. We went 2 and I up did. Because we got, we got the winner and we got the spread correct. Now, if we were betting in Vegas where they just sit around here and they just say, you got to win by the spread, you definitely would have lost your money.
3: Yeah, but, that, uh, this is true. This is true. This is true. But I would have lost, lost my 50 cent on that one.
1: Here's what's crazy. We all thought the Cowboys would score a touchdown. Danny, you thought they'd score two. Church, you thought they scored two. They have not scored a touchdown the last two weeks, gentlemen. And that is scary <sighs> because we're talking Man. about things that haven't happened since the franchise started in 1960. We're talking about that type of futility here where the offense cannot score any points. And while Dak Prescott is not playing, Dak Prescott is making himself a lot of money by not playing just yes, by the is. simple fact that this team cannot generate anything at all. I said I was excited to see Ben DiNucci on Friday, <laughs> and I was excited for the first possession. And then the excitement stopped. It, it stopped, man. And you just realized
2: that. Nui, Nui Come uh, on, man. You was, you was not man. excited to see. You was, was not excited, excited to see I'm DiNucci. Excited. I was come like on, Dave man. Campo. You said, "I'm excited. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited."
2: Listen, uh, and, yeah, and listen, and listen. If you, if you, if you're being real with yourself, your excitement on the first drive was double reverse. Reverse, Wildcat. <laughs> it was it wasn't You're even right. excitement for something that Ben Denucci was doing. It was it was You're the right. play calling that he was pulling out of there from Boise State. So no, I don't I don't wanna You're hear nothing right. about being excited for Danucci. Church thought he was gonna be the guy he has with swag and all this other stuff. He was swag out there, fumbling the ball, you know, overthrowing people. If it wasn't for Gallup catching those those extended running plays that I that I talked about they needed to do, then it, it would have been way, way worse than it was. Yeah, it was, it was kind of,
3: it was tough, man. It, it was a tough outing for my boy uh, Danucci out there. You know, I thought coming into this game, um, he he, he might have had a spark. He might have showed something. We heard all all about this 21-mile-an-hour speed, and uh, I'll be honest with you, man. He, he couldn't turn the corner on anybody out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he he just looked kind of, I mean, I understand, it was his first start. He didn't have any OTAs. He didn't have any preseason games, but he, he did kind of look, you know, kind of timid out there. I don't know if the moment was too big. He just kind of looked kind of scared out there to me. Um, but overall, man, oh, there goes my camera messing up. There, it is. At least,
2: at least they're not showing you right now. They're they, 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 they showing the screen. They're showing the screen. Let, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Because I went on Twitter last night and I posted, uh, do we have a $100 million receiver? And, man, I'll tell you what. Some of the people, they misunderstood what I was saying. And they went back and forth for all this time. I'm sitting here watching Gallup catch passes I'm watching C.D. Lamb catch a pass I'm watching Schultz catch I'm watching everybody catch a pass Except the guy that's making $100 million And is supposed to be our best playmaker If that's our best playmaker You should design some plays to get the ball in his hands Be it run or pass handoff, catch, any of that The only play that I seen they had designed Was I think one, one of the receivers Was running a double reverse And he was supposed to throw it to Coop and he ended up getting stopped before that by, um, I think, by Fletcher Cedric Cox. Wilson. But it, Cedric like, Wilson. So yeah, it just, yeah, Cedric Wilson. It, just, it, does, it, it doesn't make no sense to me how you don't plan to have this guy get the ball in his hands because he's one of the most dynamic players that we have on the roster. I don't understand that.
1: So, Danny, what you're saying is Kellen Moore did not call a good game in your eyes, offensive court.
2: No, no, no. I'm no, 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 no. I'm saying that. The same thing I've been saying from since the beginning of the season. The offense should go around 21. At that time, it was four and 19. We've seen what 19 can do when he gets the ball in his hands, and you give him some time to make a guy miss. Any of that. We haven't seen the the, the offense offensive plan be that. And it was it was that for Gallup last uh, last night. It was that for the tight end of that last night. And it was that for CD Lamb last night. And it wasn't that for 19. And it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not saying he called a bad game. I thought he started off with some creative stuff. He tried to go to the well too many times on the reverse, and then, you know, it just kind of fell apart. But you have to get 19 involved. One, because he's making $100 million. Two, because we've seen what he can do with a little bit of space if you give him the opportunity.
1: Amari Cooper got his first catch in the fourth quarter. He ended up with five targets and one catch in this football game. Had
3: your fantasy team? Against a depleted <laughs> secondary.
1: Your, yeah, uh, Darius yeah. Slade went out of the game.
3: Yeah, so they, he, he wasn't able to do nothing against those boys. I mean, that, that's a bad sign, man. That is a bad sign.
2: Yeah, my, my fantasy team has Zeke and Coop on it, so uh, luckily I'm playing a guy that scored that scored very low, so I'll be all right because I got Tampa's defense tonight. So and I got Elena Fournette, so I, I'll make up some points. But it, you know, b- besides that, I'm just tired of seeing us have a hundred million dollar guy and we not acting like he's a hundred million dollar guy. It is, and and at some point, it's not even his fault. It's like, bro, you the offensive coordinator, you are looking at this guy. And, and you're not going to give him a chance to, to to make some of those big plays that you're giving other people the chances to make. And, and so and, and it is perplexing to me. So are you not put are you not putting anything on him? Are you saying like, you
3: know, basically is the play calling that's got him out of his rhythm or he just can't get open against anybody Let, out there? Are
2: you how are you putting that last? On? last Last night, I'm putting it on the play call because you you did have Ben Denucci back there, so you can't expect him to be throwing seam routes to Coop and a whole bunch of out routes and, you know, something creative. But you can find a way to get the ball in his hands. If you watch, let's say this. Compare it to the Rams and Robert Woods. Robert Woods doesn't only catch passes down the field. He gets jet sweeps. He gets he's creative ways to get him the ball. You see him with a rush TD. You see him with a with a receiving TD. Sometimes you might even see him with a pass TD. These guys are, 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 are they're big time players and they're finding ways to get the ball in these guys' hands. And we haven't done that specifically with Amari Cooper. And now it's going to Zeke. You know, besides a couple wildcat Wildcat pa- uh, plays, you know, him Him and Paula are getting almost the same amount of snaps, <laughs> you know, like meaningful snaps. It, it, I don't understand.
3: Do you think but do you think that Zeke deserves more snaps?
2: More, more chances
3: with the rock in his hands?
2: Yes. Yes. Let, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because if you discredit Zeke based off just this, the beginning of this season and you forget what he's done for us to, to get him paid. Then you, you, you're making a mistake. This guy still has the ability to make those big plays. You have to get on, give him an opportunity to get some runs, fall forward. And then I've seen people like saying, Yeah, well, he ran the wrong way on one play. Listen, he's done that before and he's run for 20 or 30 yards. So, so you can't just tell those running backs to follow follow a certain way. These guys are playmakers because they see stuff that we can't see. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But that's not a, way, a reason to discredit him and say, Look, get Pollard in because he hit the gap faster than Zeke did. That, 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 that's dumb.
1: Uh, but, Danny, I want to back you up on this. And here's how I'm backing you up. Yeah. In this game, Ezekiel La had 19 carries. Do you realize Boston Scott had just four less carries than him? And Ben DiNucci threw the ball 40 times, okay? I got a problem with that. 40 times for a rookie quarterback. We know when Dak Prescott's throwing the ball 40 times. And Tony Romo's throwing the ball 40 times. Detroit, Troy Aikman, when you just look at Cowboy history, when these guys are throwing the ball 40 times plus or more in a the game, they're losing. There's no way in the world that kid needed to be throwing the ball 40 times, and Zeke only had 19 carries. You gave him $90 million. Can you please use the guy? How did the Cowboys get good? How did Jason Garrett win Coach of the Year? How did they get a number one seed in 2016? It was because they went with the run game. When you look at the first three years of his career, this thing was built around Ezekiel Elliott, and they won football games. I go back to DeMarco Murray's last year, what I consider the best year of football for Tony Romo. They were running the football and using the play-action pass. I'm sorry. Mike McCarthy, this is the one thing I asked him about in his press conference, and I feared that 21 would not get used properly. They should run this dude until his tongue falls off, man. He should be hanging out after games, man. (laughs) He should be sore walking after games, man. 19 carries against this team in which you won time of possession and they were trying to give you the win. Man, that's just not good.
3: You're right, and I agree with with what both of you guys are saying. I think Zeke needs to get more carries, and they need to get him more involved. Um, But when we go back to those other teams, the Marco Murray teams, the success Jason Garrett had, even with – Um, Zeke early in his season they all had one thing in common they had that solidified offensive line there they had somebody to lean on and can get Zeke wouldn't even get touched until he was five yards down the line so for me I do think he needs to get the ball more I do think they need to incorporate him more and for me I'm putting this more on Kellen Moore um, than anybody because the straw to me that broke the camel's back man just had me frustrated and almost turned the tv off was I think, we were, I think it was either the second half or the first half. We're driving the ball with strictly runs. I mean, it was like Zeke here, yep. Zeke left, <laughs> Zeke right, Paulett here, Paulett here. And out of nowhere, I mean, it was like, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it, but out of nowhere, we pull out some double reverse out of, I don't even know where it came from. Lost 10 yards. Fletcher Cox came in there, blew the whole play up. I think it was going to be a double reverse pass by Cedric Wilson. And that just blew all our momentum Oh, I mean, it was just to me. I just couldn't understand the play call, and it was kind of frustrating like that all night long. So for me, I got to put this one on uh, on K More,
2: man. And- and, and go here with Kellen Moore too. This this is this is and this also made me upset because I'm watching the game and I'm listening to us, you know, how we talk about you should predicate the game off the run game, and then you know, after that, do play action. I think we ran like two running plays. One of them was out of Wildcat, and then we came and ran play action on first down the next drive. And I was like, <laughs> we haven't sold them on the run. And, and they blew it up, bro. No, nobody fell for it. I think we—I we, think he got hit in the mouth. And I'm sitting there like nobody believed you was gonna—he uh, <laughs> was about to run that ball, bro, because they've seen it what was. you've done in the past. And, and we're on the second drive of the game. You haven't even done anything to make them believe that Zeke is a problem. And you go out here and yeah. you run it on first on first down. And I was like, yeah, this—that creative play calling is out of the—is it's gone now. It's gone. It, it, And
3: look, kids, look, and I'm sorry to to go ahead and keep pounding on my guy Danucci here, but look, kids that are watching the show and all that stuff, look, there's only one Patrick Mahomes, all right? This is the one guy that can throw a (laughs) sidearm, throw it behind his back, throw it blind. There's only one of those, all right? My guy came out here yesterday or last night, and he threw about three or four of those little side, like he was trying to manipulate the ball around defenders. Should have had more than one intercepted. So, look,
2: just, just throw the ball regular. There's only one Pat Mahomes. Don't try that sidearm <laughs> stuff. It ain't going to work, man. And let, me, work. And, let, and let me get one more on Danucci because, Nui, you on Twitter just like I am. Church, I'm not sure how often you on there. But the Internet is still undefeated, all right? Somebody goes back <laughs> and they find a tweet. From Denucci back in 2014, talking about how yeah. horrible Tony Romo is. And we go out there and we no. see this guy. You talk you talk you talk about full circle, right? And not knowing what you're oh, talking about. Hey, hey, no. So also for this, kids, be be careful, right? If you have aspirations to play in the National Football League, be careful of how you critique some <laughs> of these players because they'll find it and come back and get you. How do you feel about that tweet now? Denucci. Come on, <laughs> man. 2014, they carrying receipts from 2014. Oh yeah. man, ain't nobody they, they safe. Ain't nobody safe. They gonna safe. find it. They gonna find it, man. If you go out there and stink up the joint like you did, you know, and and, and, and that's what happens, you know. Hey, listen, thank God for Gallup. I'm telling you, because without Gallup and, and them throwing those little short passes, it it, it would have just been would, uh, atrocious.
1: <laughs> Fellas, for me, and we're getting on Kellen more about the lack of 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 play calling when it comes to running the football. Philadelphia was worse. I mean, here was a team in the first first half for a while, they were averaging seven Mm -hmm. yards per carry, and they stopped running the football. And then let Carson Wentz not only throw the football, the guy was throwing interceptions and just doing dumb stuff. My gosh, the the regression of Carson Wentz is sad. I mean, it is sad. Michael Lombardi. Michael Lombardi called him broken, a former NFL Jimmy. He called him a broken quarterback. I'm like, you know, he's probably right. But I couldn't for the life of me understand why Phillies folks, Doug Peterson, why were you all reluctant to run the football against a team that was giving up 172 yards a game and Boston Scott was out here looking like young Darren Sproles? I just shook my head (laughs) watching this, and I was just very frustrated as a football fan as I'm just sitting here saying, wait a minute, why are we trying to be cute? If you've got something that's working, if you're running, make them stop the run. It's it's simple football, but everyone is so in love with throwing the football, man. And for me, it's one of my biggest pet peeves when I see these coaches who – are either head coaches or quarterbacks or these offensive coordinators who are former quarterbacks because it always goes to the very thing of throw, 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 throw. Bill Parcells used to have an issue with that stuff, and he's like, man, you have to make these play callers run the ball because they all want to sit up here and throw. They all want to show you how creative they are. And my goodness gracious, Philly loses that game against a team with a winning record. They will. This team's going nowhere fast. We already know it, but just the idiocy to watch Philadelphia put Carson Wentz further into a hole that this man was digging. It was just that was just that was that was hard to watch, man. I'm sitting there you know, watching it from a cowboy perspective, guys, but I'm like, what are they doing? This is bad. This I is tell you Philadelphia. I bad. can tell you,
2: Dewey. <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you exactly what they were doing, all right? Peterson was on the sideline saying, look, if Carson Wentz throws the ball with any type of accuracy, just any type of accuracy, we will have Fulgham on 27 all day long. And then he called it, and he called it, and he called it. After a while, he realized Carson Wentz was just throwing Aaron throws. that didn't make no sense. But it was barbecue chicken out there for my man 27. I'm glad he got those two picks because Carson Wentz, you know, he, he threw them right to him, and he made the plays. But hey. this dude is going to have a long season of guys going hey. at his neck for Speaking <laughs> for the entire game speaking of 27 man
3: I, you know i got to give my guy a little bit of kudos man i mean he his memory is just it, it's unbelievable you they know, say you got to have a short term memory when you're playing defensive back i mean this he he got to have he got to be the best at that i mean he's gotten beat left and right but then all of a sudden he turns around and makes a miraculous play and he's getting up no no like it's just I mean, he he got the intangibles, man. He just got to work on his technique a little bit. But he he's definitely a fighter, and he's somebody I, you know you could go to war with. You know, I you know I could I could definitely see him as a teammate. So I gotta give my guy a little bit of kudos, <laughs> even though he was getting skirts out there a little bit. Yeah, so you, yeah can con- you can play. see with that second contact. You can see
1: with that second contact. I don't know about all that, dude. I, you, know, you see I that know about all concept. that. Dude. Come on out there! <laughs> <laughs> so throw, the, throw, throw the deuce do it to do so. With me. Come on, baby. Come on now. Do it. Do it. Right now. Right now, contract. he's
3: earned a tender. Right now, he's earned a tender. He'll he'll get his tender on, after man. his fourth Hello. year. I don't know well, about second well, year. Sir, I don't he don't he know. earned a
2: tender. He earned a tender off that game. I'm Fulger saying the fight, the fight alone. Went, <laughs>
3: the, oh, the fight alone. The, All right. The, so the fight alone, fight. man. The fight alone, okay. man. I'm telling you, you can go to war with that. You can go to war with that.
2: Okay. All right. That, that's what got your situation here down. All right. Yeah, we got it <laughs> like, look like we look. look, look. Talking about just fight. We don't care if you give up 90 yards. Just fight. O- over the top of the game. it's still, a, on still only now. a
3: game out. It's still only a game out. As a coach. <laughs> oh, the
1: as a former Dallas Cowboys coach once said, Fight is the whole mantra of the program. We must take a break here on the Players' (laughs) Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. When we come back, the dumbest thing that I saw on Sunday, we will dive into that and we'll keep talking about the Cowboys' 23-9 loss and they're getting ready to face the Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday in Arlington. This is the Players' Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio.
4: Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at-home pickup and delivery,
0: more do more Back. Back to the players lounge
1: hey do not miss your chance to get tickets to see the cowboys at&t stadium this season with home matchups remaining against the steelers washington the 49ers and eagles a limited number of tickets are now on sale get yours today at dallascowboys.com slash tickets you're in the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. You're at SWBC Mortgage Virtual Home Studios. I'm Louis Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by former Cowboys safeties Danny McRae and Barry Church. Some news in the National Football League. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo expected to miss a few weeks with a high ankle sprain for the San Francisco 49ers. and 49ers tight end, George Kittle expected to miss eight weeks with a broken bone in his foot. So the 49ers mm. season is um, it's getting tougher. Now I'll say this, they'll probably be better off without Jimmy Garoppolo, who played horrible football yesterday. I think the backup quarterback over in San Francisco is, uh, is a better football player. But no George Kittle is going to hurt. Now, the dumbest thing I saw yesterday, gentlemen, I think you probably will agree with me, is happened in the Bears and the Saints game in Chicago when Chicago wide receiver uh, Javon Wims got suspended two games mm. for fighting, sitting up here mm. punching a Saints player in the helmet, in the helmet. Twice. I mean, what, what are we doing? He got himself kicked out of the game.
3: <laughs> so you lose two
1: game checks. And so I dived into the numbers to see, okay, so what exactly is, is young Mr. Wims making? He makes $250,000 this year. About seven, no, I'm sorry, $750,000 this year. So that's what he's making. So you've just lost two game checks, man. This is, I mean, this is just, and, and you're, you're hitting a helmet, okay? So you're not even hurting the guy. Um, that, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever seen, guys. He yeah, also
3: called them dumb on. Uh, yeah, it, it was dumb on two accounts. One, first of all, you you're losing paychecks, all that good stuff. And then two, what damage do you think you're going to inflict on somebody with a helmet on? I mean, these guys are going at each other, hitting helmet to helmet, going you know fast as heck. You think your fist is going to go through there and do some damage? I mean, that was probably one of the dumbest. I don't care what 22 did beforehand. He said he disrespected them somehow, some way. But you're telling me each one of those punches you thrown is worth that losing that paycheck i mean it's just outstanding to me that people do some of the dumbest stuff i mean like i always thought you know fighting on a football field all, even in practice it's just a waste of energy man you, you're already tired from going at each other banging all the time and now you want to start fighting and wasting even more energy and missing paychecks you're right knew this is probably the dumbest thing i done seen maybe in my whole career that, <laughs> it was stupid it was stupid
2: it's it's, the, it's dumb to me for two reasons one like I said, it, it looked so unprovoked. <laughs> like, like nothing yeah. was going on. You went tap the dude. Like you tried to make a whole theatrical thing out of it. That's dumb. One, he should be released, in my opinion. If I was GM, he probably when I was the coach there, I, I, he would be straight up released off the team. One, you don't have no respect for the game or your teammates. Because if you watch that game, that play changed everything for them. They went and lost yeah. 15 yards after that. I think they had to the punt, and then, you know, whatever happened, then the Saints end up coming back, and, uh, coming and winning the game. So in my mind, he cost them the game. He showed that he don't have no respect for his teammates because they out there fighting and clawing, trying to come back, doing everything they can, and you cost them that. And then you just don't have no respect for anybody, bro. Because, like, that's some stuff you might see on the street. You don't see that on the football field you know usually it's like somebody going too hard on the play and then they just get locked up and then you see some punches thrown it was nothing like that if you, if you ever had a chance to go watch it you, you, you got to go see it because just us saying that somebody threw some punches is not telling the whole story it was it was bad. It was just so stupid. and
3: then like I, I don't understand like when he threw the first punch and the dude didn't react. Number 22 for the Saints, he got hit and he didn't react. He kind of just looked around like, what is this dude doing? And then he decides to provoke it even more and throw another one and jump on top of the guy. I mean, this this might have been the dumbest thing I've seen since 2018 when uh, Fournette ran off the bench to go fight that dude from the Buffalo Bills. So, that, I mean, those two, <laughs> these are both similar and it was just some of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Man, it was crazy.
1: Now, I'm, I'm no good mathematician, but when I broke it down, and I'm just thinking of the $750,000, I'm not sure what he has in terms of roster bonuses or anything like that, but I just went in there and broke down the $750,000 and just you know, two game checks that he's going to miss, that's $94,000, man. That, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's the full that's taxes. That dude, that's, that's the full, full taxes.
3: Bucks. Man, mm-hmm. you, yeah. And, he, and he's probably not so, going to see the rest of them because, like McCray said, he, you know he might be released after this. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Like are you so, telling me that fight, those couple <laughs> punches are worth that. I mean, it, man, that's a mistake, man. Louis, man. Louis, Louis,
2: man. Louis let me let me help, let me help your math out because they up there in Chicago, and I played up there in Chicago, and they they Ooh, got state taxes up there. Taxes. They got they got <laughs> state taxes up there, right? So if you say 750. You know, you almost cut that in half. I give a little leeway. You look at somewhere like 360, 370 minus 90 before taxes. Man, you out there playing for free, especially if you get released. agent fees. <laughs> agent fees. Don't, don't forget about the agent fees. In oh here. yeah, three percent oh, agent fees. Whatever, whatever you paying for cost of living out there, because you rented a place. You ain't staying at a hotel. You rented a place. Now you got to move all your stuff back to where you came from. This stuff add up. Like them, them two punches cost that man a lot of money. And you might see some guys who might not, some teams that might not even and touch this guy just based off what he did yep Yeah. And this, once you get that label well, it's hard to get about from that
3: label man mm, which mm, goes mm. back to what I said to, to start this is the dumbest thing
1: I've seen when you start to think about that, I thought you did a great job laying out all the other repercussions that what comes with this McCray and, and just from the sense of why and, you know why I mean you didn't even get your money's worth <laughs> There's none of this. You yeah, really. got your money's <laughs> worth out of this, you know. Now, and look, if, if this was, hey, Andy Dalton, you know, last week, if you were running up in here to hit go, j- go hit John Bostic because Andy Dalton got popped, then maybe somebody could. But this, this was, this was just, this was bad. And, uh, and, the co- and you mm. know, his coach, jumped, his coach just jumped on him after the game in the media. So the coach, the coach didn't have any sympathy for you. He went out there thought you were what you did was was foolish and dumb. And and as you said, well, you Dan, it, it changed more, it, it <laughs> <Yeah>. changed <laughs> the momentum of the football game here. So, you know, nothing about what he did was honorable. Nothing he did was smart. It was just all bad, bad, bad. And you, you're right too, Danny. When you start talking about where you play and the kind of taxes you pay, man, you know that's that's something that I learned the hard way. Usually that's what happened. You learn it the hard way. I mean, when I lived in Ohio, man, because I came from Texas. All right, so I was working in Austin. And got to cover the Cowboys, their last Super Bowl team with Jimmy. So I got to cover the Cowboys, and then I went up to Cleveland. So by the first time I get the whole tax thing, I found out I had to pay federal tax. I had to pay tax to the state of Ohio. I had to pay tax to the city of Cleveland because I worked at the TV station in the city of Cleveland. And then I lived in this town town called Westlake, and I had to pay the town of Westlake taxes. So I got taxed four ways. I I was like, well, what? What are you talking about? I thought, I man, I was, I was mad. I couldn't believe it because you're know,
3: you not prepared for it. Westlake's a richie area, too, so I know you was getting in the property taxes, <laughs> man. I mean, <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. I, I'm glad I was fortunate enough to play in Dallas and in Jacksonville, but there ain't no state taxes, so I saw every piece of that. But I know my boy, man, he's hurting right now.
2: That's a lot hey, of hey, money, by, these dogs. By, by the way, by the way, side note, the best team in Ohio is now the Cincinnati Bengals, by the way. Uh goodness gracious, Joe Burrow is lighting him up, ain't he?
3: Woo, the boy uh, look nice out Joe there, man. <laughs> he looks nice. And,
1: and I'll tell you what Joe Burrow has brought to Cincinnati. You know, it's the same confidence and the swagger they had at LSU. But Joe is from that area. And the Cincinnati yeah. fans have a, yeah, you know, they truly have one of their own who's leading them. And I I just hope the Brown family doesn't mess this up. I mean, I really do. I mean, they have essentially the guy they've always wanted, okay? Here's a a hometown guy. They draft a lot of Ohio State products through the years because they like drafting those guys. You have a hometown guy right there from that area who understands that area Please don't mess this up. In the draft, they need to be looking at every good offensive lineman they can because they have a future here. They have some building blocks. They've got receivers. You've got good run game between Mixon and and Giovanni Bernard. Add some more pieces to your defense. But Cincinnati's on its way. And to me, and I don't know how much you guys watched of of the Chargers game yesterday, but the Justin Herbert kid that they ended up drafting, this kid is coming around. Yeah, this kid's coming around. So. So if you are drafting high and you have the ability to get your, get a hold of a Trevor Lawrence, you have the ability to get a hold of a Justin Fields. You're seeing more and more of these guys ready to come to the NFL and play. Now I'm not saying either one is going to be as good as Joe Burrow, but my goodness gracious, you see what happens when you have a quarterback.
3: And I, mean, I think it's of a lot course, to do with the. Go, go ahead, doing my bad. Go no, ahead. No, 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 no. Go, go ahead. was it? No, I was just going to say, I think it has a lot to do with the development at a younger age now. I mean, you see a lot of these kids, especially the kids down south or on the West Coast. They have like seven on seven camps during spring. They have spring football. I mean, there's so many of these elite passing camps that kids are going to from when they're 10 years old and on. You just see a lot more arm talent and a lot more development in these young kids to where when they get to college or when they when they get to the pros. I mean, they're just so like leaps and bounds ahead of of what it used to be back in the day. So I just think we're going to get more and more of these young, talented quarterbacks coming into the league and uh, setting
2: it on fire. And, and for and for Joe Burrow, it was that. Plus, you remember, uh, Joe Brady got a hold of Joe Burrow uh, he, the year he won the Heisman before he left. Oh, he brought that Saints offense in there, and it just changed everything for Joe Burrow because before before uh, before he got there, nobody expected Joe Burrow to do anything because we were a running offense. And then you saw him be able to pick up the Saints offense, the NFL offense, and he was able to translate that now to Cincinnati, and those guys they, they they could have a winning record right now because they've been competitive in all their games. Then they go out there and they beat uh, they, they beat the Titans and they, they also have a tie. So you, you you watch out for Cincinnati. That's why that's why we say, uh, Church, you know, winning the, the, the East is not gonna be that easy because Cincinnati is one of those games that we all, all counted as a win at the beginning of the season. That's it's true. funny. They you need say to move that. on from AJ fun- Green
1: though. No. No they, I mean look You don't think they need to move now, on from AJ Green? I mean, not right now. I mean right now AJ oh, yeah. is, I mean you can't it, right now but. but but after the season well that's why you drafted T Higgins and, and you've got Tyler yeah. Boyd so no they're not going to to pay for eight for him I mean they could go in and get a you know get another type of receiver next year and lord knows if the cap is going down the way everybody says there's going to be some serious bargains Ooh. out there so <laughs> so you, know, you you can move on from AJ Green after the season but right now I like how he's got three legitimate options out there and if they can find a tight end they can also get out here and, and, and make some moves for them. I mean, I love what they're doing with Joe Burrow. And, Barry, I'll go back to what you said, and I, here's what I really do truly feel. That the NFL has decided to be smart enough to let's take some of these college concepts of, the, of what these quarterbacks know and let's incorporate them into the NFL. Um, I Very love true. how Pep Hamilton... Is, has worked with Justin Herbert, the quarterback coach out there with the Chargers, and I don't know if Anthony Lynn is going to keep his job after the season because they keep finding ways to lose wins. Yeah. I mean, lo- lo- they're truly wins. They're double digits. They got wins in the bag, and they just find a way to give them away. So uh, Pep Hamilton can be free. But I tell you what, whoever is out there, you better go snag Pep, ha- Pep Hamilton because what he's done with Justin Herbert has worked wonders. These coaches who oh, are yeah. smart are realizing, what did these guys do at school? How do we incorporate it? How do we work with them? Andy Reid may be the best. Where they sat Patrick uh, Mahomes for a year, understood what he could do at Texas Tech. They've implemented some of those things, and look at where they've gone. Uh, Bill O'Brien, for as much criticism and rightfully so, he's gotten. This guy has put Deshaun Watson in some good situations uh, when he was down there in Houston before getting fired. But man, you look at these dudes. What are you doing in college? Can we bring that to? Them? I love Justin. Fields. I don't think people talk enough about Justin Fields. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is, is is a fantastic player, and I've seen Trevor Lawrence play in person. First thing I saw was this is a big dude. Um, he's going to be a good player, but Justin. Fields to me has that ability to come in here and play like a Justin Herbert and be a contributor that we've seen of some of these guys who, who are coming out of college. So uh, the first and second picks this year in the draft could be very valuable and very very good for whoever lands them. We've got to take Possibly a break here, the Cowboys. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: You want to no, go, wait, go? We, we got to no, take no. a break. Oh. Man.
1: We got to take a break. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's let's go there next. Let's take a break and we'll go there next right here on the player side on players uh, brought to you by hotels.com. Since
0: 1865, Stetson hats are American made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours
4: today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com.
0: Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal.
4: Eh, it's okay.
0: Just okay? What's not too... It's right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Angus.
4: A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. To Dallas's frontline responders, thank you. To show its gratitude, Tide is offering free laundry services in Dallas to the families of frontline responders. Simply bring your laundry and your identification to Tide Cleaners, and they will wash it within two days. One thing less for you to worry about. While you take care of us all, Tide will take care of the laundry for the families of frontline responders. To learn more and find a location near you, visit hope.tidecleaners.com.
0: Back to the Players' Lounge.
1: Hey, looking for something to change up your dinner routine? Well, help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of the Star District restaurants. For information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dine-in availability, visit thestardistrict.com. Church, uh, you're a frequent uh, diner out there that way. What would you suggest for uh, folks to go hit up? Out, out in Frisco? Yeah, the Star District, right there, you know, across from the Star. What, oh, uh, well, you
3: can never go, you can never go wrong with Del Friscos out there. That uh, Double Tree Steakhouse out there, Del Friscos, they got some of the best appetizers. They got the Philly Fel- uh, cheese steak, egg rolls are always on point. You could never go wrong with their uh, their steaks. I mean, I like mine medium, but either way, you, every way you like it, it's, it's it's a great spot to go get something to eat. Atmosphere is great. Two stories, get some views in there as well. So you can never go wrong with Del Friscos. All right, uh, Chris Beam, since you're the
1: average man and Barry's got these expensive tastes, what do you recommend? <laughs> <laughs> my
2: man, my man, Church wasn't even he's he not even in the Star District. Church, Church, I know, Church I know. I, 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 I,
1: <laughs> I know, he down the street. He down the street. I mean, not even, he's not my bad, gosh. No, okay, I tried to keep that, that up. Danny, since you put it out there, I was going to let it slide.
2: Right. I was gonna let it slide, Daddy, but you. Hey, I mean, you knew you put me on there right like I lived down there hey, or something. I, like. I'm up there by you. Louie. you How about like? this? Just go to Walburgers. Go Wahlburgers. Wow.
0: We had
2: Walburgers last night. It's good. Walburgers is good. No, bro. No, bro. No. Listen, if you go into brunch, go to Common Table. If not, go to Tupelo Honey. They got some. They got a good fried chicken dish and some uh, macaroni and cheese. Go to them too, and you can't go wrong with tri-tip pizza. They got some. Oh, they yeah. got some the decent barbecue good. up there.
1: Yeah, I've done Tupelo mm-hmm, Honey before. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, that's why I first met Chris Richard. I got to meet him over there at a little lunch with uh, another friend at Tupelo Honey. So, good little spot. Is that but, the last uh, time the you met for- him too.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <All right>, My <man>. bad. <laughs> Hey, man. you could never. Hey, i am tell you what, you, there's never a. When, when Danny's around, man, you always got to be aware on, of when man. shots I are going to be time, taken, man. You know? I mean, him and our producer, Chris Bean, will throw slugs from anywhere, man. I'm telling you. We had you. the last
2: supper at Tupelo
3: <laughs> Honey over there. <laughs> you said was that was his the last fun. supper,
1: man. I'm done. It, I'm it was, <laughs> no, man. It was the first supper, okay. It was the first. It was before the <laughs> season started, and everything, man. So it was first. It was when when Damn. the hype was real, man. It was when the hype was real. It, uh wow, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, some NFL mm-hmm. news here to, to to hit you with um, the 49ers. Have traded linebacker Quan Alexander to the Saints in exchange for Kiko Alonso and a conditional fifth round pick. So the Saints are truly trying to go for it because their cap next season, I mean, they're, they're going to have to shed almost $100 million off this team next year. So they're trying to push in all the chips right now to win this thing. And, and I'm, I'm imagining this is the last ride for Drew Brees, too. So I guess that's why be- Sean Payton is trying to go, go ahead and put it all in there
3: that brings me to this question for y'all for both of y'all uh you know seeing as a trade is coming up tomorrow i believe at like four or whatever it is is there anyone out there that you would want to see the cowboys trade for or that you could see the cowboys trade for no not at all okay what about you mccray
2: absolutely not uh why <laughs> okay why was, is the question about- being asked what- don't don't waste nothing on nobody that's out there. All right. We 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 are what we are. We've been seeing it all season. And I know that that Steven said, you know, we're still we still in it but even if you do win the NFC you're getting, you're getting thrashed in the first round of the playoffs and it's over alright so I mean I wouldn't even waste the, waste any picks any time <laughs> so why, why no, waste your time out. with the
3: season why? No, just, just why go I'll ahead pack the- it in man you might as well just no, go no. ahead and pack no, it no, in no you mean, it.
2: Like, like, no like Newey said find out what you have on the roster find, You know, get your young guys out there see what they got see who you're going to be able to keep on this team uh, next year see what they can do and then, and then move on to the next season and if you make the playoffs then you make the playoffs but you know I mean for, for why I, I'm not sure you know get, once you get a guy's New Year's Eve off <laughs> <laughs> St-
1: Stephen Jones did say on 1053 the fan today he believes that the Cowboys are in it and he's not anticipating uh, trading away uh, any any assets uh, to, to try and uh, to, to you know to, to go ahead and start a fire sale so let's get back into this before the break McCray, you tried to make reference to the Cowboys uh, possibly getting the number one or number two pick in the NFL, mm-hmm. with Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback from Clemson, being the guy everyone's talking about, and Justin Fields. Um, most likely number 2 or definitely rising up in that top that top, top 3 status top 4 status in my opinion here. So, I right, take the floor, man. You go ahead and go with that.
2: Hold on, hold on. See, see, Newey tried to set me and put words in my mouth. I didn't say anything about the Cowboys trying to get one of those picks. They won't try to get it. All right. They're going to try to win games, just like they tried to okay. win the game last night and okay. it just may not happen. So, they may they may accidentally end up with one of those picks, you know, maybe just Do you think they're going to get second. one of those picks?
3: Do no, you no, think no, they're no gonna get one of
2: those picks? So who, who is it right now? Is the Jets? Is it the Jets? The or Jets. Bills?
1: The Jets are zero and eight. No, no, you got a lot of ground to cover here, man. Yeah, you got uh, some. So, you
3: got some people in front.
1: The Jets. Jets are zero and eight. Houston is one and six. Jacksonville is one and six. The Giants are one and six. So uh, you, you got folks we, we who are not, already. And then, and then of course Atlanta, the Atlanta. is two and six, and you beat Atlanta, so Atlanta's got you. Um, the Chargers could have been three and three and uh, three and four, but they they ended up losing, so they're now two and five. So, uh, look, there's there's um, the shoot. The Patriots are two and five. So you've got people in front of you, is what I'm saying. It's 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 going to be a Nui. challenge to get to number
2: two. No, look at look at the schedule, Noe. Look at the schedule. Right. Of pick a game that you that you say we're going to win, and think we will the, be these, stuck at two games for the rest of the season. game. there's no way. There's no way.
1: As I I said last week, guys, the the only time the Cowboys will be favored again is the end of the year against the Giants. And by the time that final game comes up there at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey— We'll have to see if either team is going to put out anyone who can help them get a W that day because it will be pretty clear uh, in terms of uh, what, what a win could cost someone in draft, in draft pick-wise. <laughs> so this may be the Danucci show and, and everybody else. You know, They may be, bring back Don Terry Pope for one game only. You know? one, <laughs> hey, come on, one night, <laughs> <laughs> just give it to you. Know, hey. Bring, back, Worley, bring back a whole slew of people for one game only. And throw
2: him out. Speaking 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 of poll man. Listen, I, I hate that the show is so short because we haven't gotten we haven't gotten enough time to give the defense the shout shout-outs that we they deserve. We ain't even touched on the defense. We, yeah, we, yeah. They, you know, and I don't want people to think that we are not going to give them you know what little praise that that they can deserve for this this season and hopefully moving forward they get a little bit more. So I'm sure we'll get on it tomorrow, but I just want to you know make sure that we got in it today and saying they played hard yesterday. They played hard. They did. They made some plays. They, They got some turnovers. They blitzed a little bit, put some pressure on Wentz. They did some good things that we'll be able to dive in more tomorrow. But I just had to make sure on Monday that that we
3: put it out there. It definitely helped that you know Wentz is a walking turnover out there. I mean, he, my boy, was holding the ball like a loaf of bread in the pocket. I mean, it, his his quarterbacking to me is is is, is not good at all. And people had the nerve to say that he was up there with Dak Prescott, but that's beside the point. For me, I definitely got to give a little shout out to our defense, man. I mean, there's still a couple of cats that are that are missing right now that are still on that milk carton <clears throat> number ninety eight. But i but besides that, um, I feel like you know. D Law, I feel like he showed up a little bit. Don't Randy about Alder
2: Smith. Aldous oh yeah, Smith, no. he he he's he digressed.
3: Aldous, yeah, he, he definitely digressed a little bit. I don't know what happened. when he put that blonde hair, maybe that kind of threw his superpowers <laughs> off or whatever, but I don't know what happened. But Randy Gregory, he he showed up a little bit out there. He showed a little pop, he showed a little speed off the edge. So I gotta give props to my defense. We'll get we'll get into them tomorrow, but uh, they definitely played a little bit better than they did in season in uh,
2: games previous.
1: The Hot Boys returned on Sunday Night Football.
2: So. Hey, Nui, <laughs> Nui, think about, think about yes. what you just said. See, the Hot, the hot Boys are back. Uh, the 49ers shipped they Hot Boy off to, uh, to uh, New Orleans where the real Hot Boys are. So we're going to see the battle and see what's really going on. Who, who, the battle of the Hot Boys for the rest of the season. That's what, that's what I'm ready to see. Hey, if this D-line starts
3: talking about hot boys, it's, man, they, they don't need to talk about anything. How They need to get some sacks and some quarterback pressures, man. <laughs> I, I better not hear none of these dudes talking about hot boys. Come get this merchandise out. I better not hear nothing about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they will have to face uh, the team from Western Pennsylvania on Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And their quarterback is a little bit better than the one they faced this past week. So we'll also dive into the Steelers along the way. And one of my biggest fears is there'll be a whole lot of folks with terrible towels at Jerry World on Sunday. we got a lot to get to the rest of the way here on the Players' Lounge. If you've listened to the podcast and you've enjoyed it, please tell a friend. Uh, we'd love to have as many people in here as possible. It's on replay, so if you're checking us out on Twitter or on Facebook, you can just replay it if you miss it, and, um, and, and we appreciate your time. I'm Newey Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter. Barry Church, Danny McCrae, they join me every Tuesday at 2.30 p.m. Central Time Zone, their former Cowboy safeties. They bring you their perspective on things, which is always a bunch of fun. And, of course, longtime Cowboy employee Chris Beam is our producer who makes everything happen. So we appreciate you checking out the Players' Lounge on Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio.
2: This has been a
0: production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!